Hello everyone, welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this afternoon we're joined by Michelle Anhang who's from Michelle Anhang Coaching and uh, we're going to have a little chat about business, get to know each other. We, we've met online, uh, LinkedIn I think, or Facebook, uh, Facebook I think. Um, Facebook. Yes, and we'll uh, get to know each other a little bit more, see if there's any way we can help each other. But how are you doing today Michelle, you okay? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm doing great too. So uh, yes, uh, it's like, nice to meet you and nice to put a, a face and a voice to the, um, to the messaging. Um, yes. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, Michelle Anhang Coaching and what it is that you do there, etc. Sure. So I am a certified professional coach and I specialize in working with individuals and families who are living with mental health challenges as well as those who are moving forward after loss. Okay. So, uh, so you help them with their, um, with their mentality, building up their mental resilience and toughness and that sort of thing? You bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's something which I've been trying to do with people from afar with my mm -hmm. podcast. So my podcast started out as a positivity motivational podcast because I wanted to help people get through the lockdown period. So mm -hmm. I do uh, morning motivation and a few different things, a bit of personal development and that sort of thing. But I, I also decided to combine it with, you know, the motivation I give businesses in, in the form of, you know, sales and marketing tips and advice and motivation and networking and all of that, which is all about relationship building and, and all of that, which is a big part of uh, mental health and well-being because us human beings are communicative people. And we, we care yes. about the relationships and other people and, and the more we care about them and help them and get involved in them, the more we can build mental resilience and, and mental well-being, in, in my opinion. What's your thoughts on that? I, I completely agree. We are, as humans, are definitely wired for connection. We need one another. And um, many of the people that I work with, um, where I mentioned uh, talking about working with families with um, a people with mental health issues, um, often the connection almost gets kind of overlapping and, <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's also about detaching. So that's a lot of the work that I do as well um, with family members, uh, particularly when there is um, severe mental illness um, that a family member might have or an addiction um, issue. So often um, the family, you know, as, as I, I kind of describe it, that when, when the family member, the, the one who has the illness is going through episodes, you know, they're on a bit of a roller coaster ride. And the entire family jumps on that roller coaster with them. And it's like, yeah, we're here, we're on it. And they're, they're taking that ride with them. And, and, you know, it ends up impacting everybody. And so the work that I do with the families is saying, you don't have to be on that roller coaster. Your role is to stand at the bottom waving and saying, hey, I'm here, I love you when, when you're ready to, you know, when you're off that roller coaster or however I can support you, but I'm here taking care of me so that I can be there fully for you. So there's that level of, of what I call lovingly detaching yeah. uh, so that we don't get too enmeshed um, in, in the family member's illness because it seems sometimes, you know, mental illness can almost be catchy <laughs> in, in a sense of, you know, when, when we all go on those rides. And um, with individuals, the work that I'm doing um, is, is a lot about creating connection um, and connect, creating connection with the right people. Because often um, people who have challenges, you know, they're reaching out, but 
sometimes they're reaching out to people who might not be able to be there for them. You know, maybe they, they have, you know, issues about stigma with mental health. Maybe they're not able to deal with their own emotions around things. So learning who, who are the people in your life that can actually really support you, you know, that will make you feel better rather than calling, you know, the person who doesn't, you know, I, I know, I, you know, some older generations don't really believe in mental illness. They're like, no, just get over it. You know, you can be happy or you know, whatever it is. Don't call those people. <laughs> and so it's, it's recognizing, you know, you can talk to those people about other things, but if you need support for your mental health issue and you talk to them, you might end up feeling worse. So, you know, part of it is doing the inventory of who is in your life that can support you and finding people that, that you know, or creating community of people who can be of support. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And obviously that's a, it's a tough time at the moment, obviously because of the lockdown, et cetera, because those support communities, if you like, are difficult to reach or impossible to reach or, or whatever. And, and sometimes people with mental health issues haven't got the patience to do online stuff or to learn new things or whatever. So, so sometimes you've got to sort of, you know, because like a lot of people have pivoted during the lockdown and found other ways of supporting each other or stay connected or stay in touch or yeah. build on relationships. But not everyone is able to do that or, or, or not so quick to do it. And so they need a bit more handholding to take them yeah. through that process. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And I think that um, there have been a lot of mental health challenges that have arisen during this time as well with people that may not have had um, mental illness or mental health challenges before that they identified that suddenly are finding themselves, you know, depending where in the world we are, if we're quarantined and isolated, feeling alone, feeling depressed, or, or the levels of anxiety have risen because you know, there, there's still so much unknown of what, you know, what the future holds. So, um, yeah, and these people who didn't have the resources already don't even know where to start. Some of them don't, can't even identify what's happening with them. So yeah. definitely a lot of added challenges right now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so um, well, I've actually come up with a formula which I, I, I put together during um, the lockdown, which is uh, to help people with their happiness, really. Mm -hmm. So, um you know, obviously a big part of that for, 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 um, for me has always been, you know, keeping fit, keeping healthy, getting out in the sun, you know, finding some space, feeling one with yeah. nature, doing a bit of mindfulness, all that sort of stuff. And yeah. so I was doing a, um, a routine at the beginning of lockdown, which included like everything in my formula now. And, and I've always been pretty happy, pretty consistent because I've often gone to nature or food or you know some nutrition or i've gone to think yeah. natural things in order to get myself up if i'm down whereas yeah. most people go to medication i've never done that i've never done it in my mm -hmm. life and i never will because i believe the power of the mind is much better for healing than any tablets ever ever will be and so i've always just tried to get over whatever downtime by natural remedies like going out and sitting in the sunshine for a bit or mm -hmm. for a walk or having something nice to eat or you know whatever you're going to see some friends and do a bit of socializing there's ways of picking yourself up without having to mm -hmm. you know, get tablets and etc um 
but a lot of people go to the easiest option, which is I'll just, or, you know, I'll just go and subscribe to some tablet. I'll go to the doctor, tell him I'm down and get some pick-me-ups or whatever, like, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's never, to me, is never the right way of doing it. If you can go yeah. to nature first, a nature's store cupboard or, or nature's uh, solution box, then that's a better way. But I was going through a, a ritual of, of doing a, a routine at the beginning of lockdown, which was making me the happiest I think I've ever been. So I, I've had mm-hmm. a lockdown, you know, really happy one. And so I decided to come up with a formula, which I call SMART, as a SMART happiness formula. And I want to teach it to people who struggle with their happiness, you know, struggle with their depression, struggle with their mental health, struggle with all of those things. Because it, it's quite a simple, easy formula to follow. It's just a routine. And I mm-hmm. think if people can, um, if people can get it into their life, I know they'll be happier than what they are currently. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yeah. So, uh, and, and that's what I'm all about. I, I helped a, a friend of mine get over a, a mental addiction um, to drugs, illegal drugs, and then prescription drugs. And now he's in business and he's off all of those things and was on them for quite a long time. And, you know, I, I give him motivation and goal setting and targets and all these sort of things. Obviously, he, he wanted to, to, to take that on board. Not everyone does. But, you know, I got it, managed to get him off everything in like a year or whatever through coaching and, and, and motivating and, and that sort of thing and, and just inspiring and, and, and thinking about the future rather than dwelling on the past and letting yourself get into your own head. So that's... Uh, that's that's why I started my podcast and I'm all about trying to get people to just, you know, focus on the good things they want to do in their life and forget about the rest, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what, what sort of people, what sort of mental health issues do you tend to deal with? Or is it the broad spectrum or, or, or what? It's, um, it's a broad spectrum, um, particularly with family members. Um, it could be anywhere. Working with people who um, they themselves have uh, mental health challenges. It's usually, most commonly I see um, depression, anxiety, um, ADHD, um, you know, different ways of managing. But, um, you know, with respect to, you know, I usually ensure because um you know as as a coach we're not trained to diagnose or treat um the illnesses we can help them when they're moving forward um so i'm very careful to make sure that they are under proper um, medical guidance um i i think there is value at times in medication um i think some people need it um i know from my own experience i'm not currently on medication i have lived with um depression and anxiety and like yourself i have changed um my my daily habits to um ensure my my mental health is much better um but there was a period of time where i needed the medication as well where you know just to give me that kickstart um you know being self-employed you know it was taking a little too long doing the nature walks and all of that so i you know and it was like okay and in the meantime i'm not making any money so you know for me going on the medication for a few months was definitely helpful so that i felt motivated and could get back into it because you know when when we are clinically depressed we don't want to go for the walk we we know going outside is great but we look out the window and the last thing we want to do is step outside our door so yeah. so there are times where um i do believe medication is helpful 
Um, and as well, there, you know, there are a lot of different medical um, conditions that can look like mental illness that can look that, you know, that manifest the same symptoms as depression or even anxiety and they're physical, you know, it could be, um, it could be a thyroid issue. It could be a vitamin deficiency and we don't know. So, you know, I, I feel that, you know, supporting my clients best, I make sure that they are going to see their doctor, that they are getting all their blood work done to rule out anything else. Because, you know, I, I feel like it's, you know, part of my responsibility is making sure their health is taken care of. And, and if I don't do that, and there's something underlying, and we're just kind of putting a bandaid on it, it's not fully serving the client. So, so I do, you know, and, and it's part of just building that community too. It's about saying, well, the doctor is trained to look out for these things. They do the blood work, they do the testing, you know, let's work with them too, to make sure that, you know, you're getting that full package um, for your health. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes it, it's, you know, it could be a vitamin deficiency and, taking care of all the other areas like you were mentioning of, you know, eating right, exercising, getting enough sleep, um, you know, are all, all parts of it. So just making sure that we've got every base covered. And sometimes people don't even recognize what, um, you know, what's going on with them. I, I have a client I've been working with for a year um, on things other than mental health issues. And during the pandemic, um, you know, they were saying to me, like, I'm just so not motivated with work. And I said, well, what does your day look like? And they said, well, you know, I get up at seven, I kind of grab my laptop and pull it over and I do like an hour or so of work in bed. And then, you know, I'll have breakfast and I sit down at my desk and I'm like, how much are you moving? And they were like, well, I'm not really. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to be moving. Like, you yeah. know, and we, we worked out um, like, you know, and, and all, for me, there's, it's a very individualized plan that works with, um, with each client differently for saying like, okay, what works for you? What are the times of day where you're noticing your energy is lower? That's when we, we're going to pick things up. And we strategize on, you know, with this particular client, we strategize on how to get them moving throughout the day. And within a couple of weeks, you know, the next time I saw them, they, they were in a completely different space because they, they didn't even realize that, well, I'm, you know, I'm working from home. So yeah, of course I'm doing this, not realizing that the lack of movement was impacting their mental health. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I put in, in my formula at least 30 minutes of exercise a day. Mm -hmm. you know, because if you have 30 minutes of exercise a day, every day, and you're going to have release of endorphins, which you won't get if you're not, you know, and I, you know, yeah. if you're just, you know, sat on a couch all day, you know, you mm -hmm. know, you're going to miss out on that uh, release of endorphins. And you'll yeah. also, um, you'll also miss out on um, the fact that you feel good about yourself because you're trim and, and stuff, you know, because if you sat around doing not a lot, you mm -hmm. lose energy and muscle you know muscle you know your, your flexibility in your muscles and all of that so you you feel lethargic and you don't yes. feel so healthy and so fit and mm -hmm. that has a knock-on effect so it's so it all starts spiraling doesn't it you know yeah yeah definitely yeah so uh so yeah this um it's it's, it's great what you're doing and you know i think it's uh, the more people helping people with mental health you know, uh, the better. I think um, there's going to be a massive effect. It probably is probably starting now, you know, six months. Oh, we're, we're well into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say my business, you know, has not been, never been busier because, yeah. because of what's going on. And, um, 
you know, people that are, are living with somebody with, you know, a severe mental illness and now suddenly they're quarantined at home and it's not like, you know, okay, they can go to work and get away from it for a little bit. You know, suddenly it's like 24 seven and it's really, it's impacting their, them as well. And they might not have had any kind of diagnosis, but now they're being challenged. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, but, but I think the, the big wave is still to come with, because ultimately not a lot of the job losses have happened yet, or if they have, they've happened to the youngsters who were resilient and, and weren't expecting, it wasn't their career, it was just a job. And so, you know, it, it won't affect them as much because they're young and they've only just been in work. But once it mm -hmm. starts, entrepreneurs losing their businesses and big businesses and, and people who are, who are looking after the youngsters and the kids when they start losing their jobs and you know you've yeah. got houses I, at risk yeah. and mortgages and you know all those sort well, of things. Well I'm, I'm in Canada and it's it's already happening you know walking down the street and how many small businesses and you know have closed down because they couldn't pay the rent yeah. um, it's, has been a, a huge huge issue here so yeah we're we're seeing quite a bit of job loss yeah yeah well i think uh yeah Pay most, cuts. yeah most mostly in the uk it has been the youngers i, I think but i think mm -hmm. we're at that tipping point now where i think the next six months year is going to be you know not very good it's not it's not going to be pretty yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then obviously it'll probably come a, a rebuild then but i think the whole industry everyone needs to design you know, I'm all about another another part of my formula is random acts of kindness. And I think everyone should try their best to do something kind for other people at this moment in time. You know, especially old mm -hmm. people who aren't getting out there, who maybe aren't on Zooms and, you know, are on their own at home. Yeah. And, you know, those sort of things. You know, just pick up the phone and ring them, relatives, neighbours, whatever. You know, I think it's all about that. And, and actually, you know, yeah. just, just do whatever you can to help you know, whoever, you know, is in your world, in your community, in your life, just, just help them in some way. It doesn't cost much to, to be kind and to do good, but it makes a big difference. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. And also it actually makes you feel good as well. So I've been doing nonstop random acts of kindness for six months as somebody who always helped people out anyway and always done good things, but I've just up the ramped up the level because I just think like like I, I do quite a lot of free marketing for people because I think like you know, they haven't got mm -hmm. the money to spend at the moment like you know everyone's being squeezed so I'll just market yeah. them because I, I spent a long time building up um, you know followers and, and stuff so so you know it don't cost nothing and it takes seconds just to press retweet or reshare or repost and get their content into your audience so it's going and reaching more people and that's the reason I start. I started doing the entrepreneur chats as well because I thought, well, I can showcase uh, the entrepreneurs, networkers, coaches, different people who are all pivoting online. They can now showcase their new online products, their new online businesses, and whatever to a wider audience and to my audience, and then uh, that's that helping them reach more people. So that's my mission as well. So uh, mm. tell people how they can um, get in touch with you and your uh, products and services and all of that. Sure. So um, you can find me through my website, which is michellenhangcoaching.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook and on Instagram as Michelle Anhang Coaching. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm pretty much everywhere. So <laughs> if, you, if you look up Michelle Anhang or Michelle Anhang Coaching, you will find me.
and yeah. I, I would be happy. I do offer free consultation so um, we can see if we're a good match and how I might be, you know, how I might be able to um, customize something for you. I do work as well quite a bit with mindfulness. I have a program that's um, mindfulness training for emotional resilience. Yeah. Uh, which is essentially mindfulness for mental health for those of us who can't sit for 10 or 20 minutes meditating. These are very quick and easy to use tools um, to help us bring ourselves into um, a better space uh, mentally and physically. Yeah. If you want to send that to me as well, I'll put it on my blog and I advertise it on my social media, et cetera, because Thank you. Just the, the more the merrier. Um, I, I've been doing a bit of mindfulness, not regularly, but, but, but throughout my life. I like to go out and ride on a bike and I really think of anything and just let my brain sort of, you know, mm -hmm. experience nature and what's going on around it and not really think about much. And great ideas always come out to, at that time when you do that, because you know, your brain settles <laughs> yeah. and very true. Of anything, and then something pops out. Like yeah. you know, in fact, the idea for my yeah. title and my book happened when I was riding around right at the beginning of the lockdown. I wrote a book at the beginning of the lockdown as well, and um, that come from mindfulness. But I've also since in lockdown discovered meditation as well. I don't do it every day, but I do it most days. But I go out and I do mindfulness instead of meditation sometimes. But but that's the M in my in my smart formula is is mindfulness or meditation. So uh, yeah, so I really. Um, really uh, believe that people got to find a way of incorporating at least you know 20 30 minutes of mindfulness or meditation every day as well in their routine so uh, so that's in my formula as well so it's random acts of kindness exercise nutrition and hydration which comes under the a ability to perform and then it's targets and sleep you know so I, and i and i know if people do all of those things every day they'll be much happier than if they miss any of those things on a daily basis very true they're all scientifically proven really they're all scientifically proven to make you happier like you know yes but you do them all together in a, in a daily routine every day and they, you get the compound effect of you know the whole routine like you know mm -hmm. that's the that, so, so i come up with that formula and i'm gonna speak about it and talk about it and educate people on it for the rest of my life i think yeah, <laughs> uh, but I also got a success Fantastic. formula as well. That's the money maker. The success formula is the money maker. And the happiness formula is the uh, helping people be happier formula. Wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, so yes, uh, send us your information about mindfulness and all that. I think that's um, you know uh, how to get people who can't concentrate and can't focus on meditation, but you know, other strategies to get them to do mindfulness. Like, like to me, I would say, try walking in the nature or in the woods or, you know, try taking, just going slow and not thinking about it yeah. on the bike or go for a yeah. run or all so, of that. Yeah, this, yeah, this program talks about that, but it, it focuses more on quick and easy things you can do in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Rather than, you know, setting side, time aside to go for a bike ride, it's, okay, I'm noticing, I'm feeling whichever way and it's also developing that mind-body connection so we notice it a bit more quickly um because sometimes you know we'll feel it before we think it yeah. so doing that and then just noticing in the moment and saying okay i can i can calm my nervous system right now in the moment so that, that's what those tools are yeah that's great so yeah the, you know that would be good for me to to share but also you know maybe to share some of the highlights of so that if anyone ever wants 
that coaching or that courses or online or whatever. You know, when I talk to them about mindfulness and meditation and that sort of thing, I've got a friend who does coaching on meditation, but not on mindfulness. So now I've got another mm. friend that does coaching on mindfulness. So if anyone wants a deep dive into that area a little bit more, and it's always good to have people you can refer people to or go and have a look at this or have a look at that. Um, one of my friends is, uh, is a spiritualist, a spiritual healing healer and stuff and and uh, she does uh, hypnosis and meditation and lots of other things and she's got some fantastic mm. videos which are just you know can help people do meditation if they struggle because she'll talk you through it and you know keep you calm and keep you concentrated on what you need to be concentrated on rather than concentrating on loads of other things which is why a lot of people can't meditate because they're they're too busy thinking about other stuff like you know they've got too much stuff on their mind Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that or their nervous system is, is yeah. in survival mode, which many of us are. And so, yeah, we, we talk about that as well. There, there is a psychoeducational component, too, that explains what's happening in our brains and our bodies when when we're feeling anxious or stressed so that we understand what's going on rather than, oh, I'm just, you know, thinking a lot or my thoughts are racing or I, I you know I'm, I'm worrying a lot it's understanding okay this is what's happening in your brain in your nervous system so that when they are doing the tools it's it's an even deeper level of mindfulness of having that awareness of okay this is what I you know how I'm slowing my brain down how I'm calming my nervous system you know and, and recognizing too that when we're in that state of survival mode and that's usually when our minds are on too many things it's because it's trying to find safety because somehow it thinks we might die at any moment yeah. and um so it's about calming our our nervous system and getting our brain out of that survival mode because um from a neuroscience perspective when we're in that space, um, the part of our brain that's actually responsible for like logical thinking and reasoning and planning is actually offline. It can't function at the same time as our survival instinct. No. So we need to get out of survival so that that part of our brain that actually can make the decisions start, you know, starts working again. Yeah. And, and so having that knowledge and that awareness of I'm not going to necessarily make the best choices when I'm in this space, yeah. you know, but if I calm myself, then I can get back, back online and, and back into a better place. And then, you know, already it's very empowering knowing how we're able to control our brain and the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. It makes perfect sense. And, um, do you have a podcast yourself or YouTube channel or anything with some content on? Um, I do have a YouTube channel with, um, with some content. I have my Monday morning mental health moments. Um, and, and it's also Michelle Anhang coaching. Yeah. So yeah, you can find me there. I do not have my own podcast. Um, I've been quite busy doing interviews, <laughs> being guests on it, on them. And, and I share a bunch of them on my, on my YouTube channel as well. So you can learn more about me and the work that I do. I, I share my own personal story of through my own mental health challenges and, um, so yeah, lots, lots of information out there about me. Good, good, good. And there's a, there's a contact of mine. Her name is Dawn, Dawn Evans. That's D-A-W-N Evans. And she runs the Mental Health and Wellbeing Show in Wales. It's uh, Wales's biggest mental health and wellbeing show. And she's doing a lot of stuff online at the moment because obviously the, the med space is down. And so check that out, the Mental Health and Wellbeing Show. I think she's got a group on Facebook 
and she's got definitely got a page on LinkedIn and that sort of thing. She may well be looking for speakers for her event. Well, she's always looking for speakers, you know, for the real world event, which would be a bit of a travel for you. But for the online event, they may well be, you know, worthwhile you connecting with Dawn and seeing what, um, mm-hmm. what she can offer you. She also runs a network called IWOW, which is Inspirational Women of the World. IWOW. Mm. A female network, it's a group on on Facebook, IWOW group, and it's run by her and a a friend of mine, Tracy, who runs a a B2B business network uh, called Intrabiz. That's where I'm going now at four uh, o'clock for for the first real world event of of, of since the lockdown, you know? Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, I would definitely recommend you connecting with with, with Dawn and and, and probably Tracy as well. Join the IWOW group and uh, um, see if you can get into the mental health and well-being um, because that might help you sell some of your coaching courses and stuff. Yeah. And which part of Canada did you say you were in? Yeah, no problem. I'm in Toronto. Okay, yeah. All right, brilliant. Uh, I always stick a pin on the... I got a map of the world on my wall when I stick pins... In where my guests have come from and also where I'm connected to in a net network point of view. So I've already got one in Wonderful. Toronto, but I'll stick another one in. Are you north, southeast or west Toronto? Um, I, I guess you would call me West End. West End. Uh, the yeah, West so. End, yeah. Okay, dokie. Well, uh, yeah, keep an eye out on my, my, my YouTube videos. If there's anyone on there you want to be connected with, either get in touch with me and I'll connect you or just speak to them because most of the people I connect with are, are open networkers anyway. So just say that, you know, you've been on my show and you notice they were on there and open up the lines of communication. But if you want me to do any introductions, more than happy to do that because I'm a, I'm a big networker with a big network. So, uh, and I, I see my podcast uh, chat as, a, as the start of a relationship, not the end of one. So if you want to tag Wonderful. me in on social media or anything like that, I'm, I'm, I use Facebook a bit, but I use LinkedIn a lot more because I'm more B2B. You know, it's more of my market is right. entrepreneurs yeah. and, and the network I belong to. And I'm an ambassador with the mostly B2B product and service providers. But, you know, so, so yeah. I, I'm more newer to Facebook more recently because they've got some great communities for getting guests on for your podcast. You know, yes. and, I've, and I've, got, I've, got, I've got quite a lot of groups on there myself, but I use them as fishing nets. Mm-hmm. Rather than fishing rods, mm. when I'm holding the rod and reeling the fish in, which is what LinkedIn is, I see Facebook yeah. groups of fishing nets. I can pop them out into sea and go back at shore, go back a couple of days later and see what I caught. You know? Right. <laughs> There's not much, not much energy, not much activity, and you catch some great fish every now and then, like, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. But obviously for podcasts, as well, the community, I think, where we connected is a great community of getting guests on and that sort of thing. So, yes, yes. I've met some amazing people through that. Yeah, I have as so well. It's I've been great, yes. On, like, you know, and I do a lot of online events and some great guests have come from that as well. But um, I've got to shoot now because I've got a, a bit of distance to travel. So uh, thank you very much yes. for coming on the podcast and uh, have thank a great you. day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No it was wonderful to meet you. Yeah, okay. To meet you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. <laughs> Take yeah. care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. There's nothing else left to say other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with Startup and SME web design business 333 websites which are available at www.333websites.co.uk 
and Mike Armstrong's coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, there's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I, I will. And don't forget, you can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.